Welcome to Let's Chat on Here First Productions with your host, Craig Busek. There she is. She fills the stage as much as she fills the screens beside it. The one and only Barb's. I'm talking about the legend that is Barbara Streisand. And that was a clip from If We Are Moses by Nia Powell. Nia Powell now joins me in the recording studio. Nia, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm fine. Let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, let's talk about it. You know, we we edited and recorded this in January 2020. And then it took nearly a year. Was it a year? It was, it's kind uh, of, yeah, let's call it 13 months because that's exactly what it was. (laughs) To be released. But now I can tell people that it is definitely out there and they can listen to it. And yes. And I, you know, it was all part of our marketing scheme. We wanted to record the play about the world that kind of collapses on itself, wait for the world to collapse on itself and then go, see, look, we had this all along. Oh, I know. It's perfect timing. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't write it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so I want to talk to you quickly about the genesis behind the whole idea. Obviously, a lot of the stories are based kind of on yourself. Mm-hmm at the festival when you saw Barbara Streisand, because mm-hmm. that's a big moment in the play. Yeah. And uh, you were in the protest march that's on London Bridge, so talk mm-hmm. to me about that. Yeah, so... You, weren't, you aren't Mother Nature. Let's make that <laughs> real clear. I wish, but unfortunately, no. I mean, her temper in general just makes me laugh. But, yes, yeah, so Extinction Rebellion was about the uh, London Bridge protests, which were amazing to, to be a part of. And um, the... British Summertime Festival with Barbara Streisand. So basically, she was just a massive uh, speaker and uh, activist for climate change. And yeah, just the way she was talking about it. And also, I think also the location of High Park kind of added to the whole, you know, incredibleness of it. But um, yeah, she was like a huge inspiration for me being like, oh, yeah, this is a really cool thing to write about, to talk about. And um her just being the figure that she is, I was like, yeah, let's put her in it as well. Yeah. You know? I I was thinking about that and I thought, it didn't make it easy. It didn't make it easy. No, this was, and this, we made a joke about it earlier that it took us a year to kind of release. It wasn't for anything other than it was probably our most challenging radio play today. It starts Mm. with a soundscape that is literally (laughs) the dawn of man. (sighs) You and I worked for months on the script. It was something you were very passionate about. Mm -hmm. What do you think was the hardest thing to get right? I think what, was most interesting about mm. it actually was initially we didn't even have three characters no so that was kind of cool to to discover that with you and to sort of think about how it was going to like intertwine and that's one thing that I really loved about what we ended up coming out with mm. is just how they interlace and the characters sort of work alongside yeah. with their separate storylines but that was definitely something that we we went through. We workshopped it. We, we workshopped, workshopped it for a long time. Yeah, and we we finally got to where we felt like it was a good mm-hmm. place, but it definitely was not something that just was there naturally that we. No, so this is the mother nature character that we mm-hmm. added, and it was through discussion of like how do we tell the story of the mm-hmm. world's kind of corrosion, I guess, yeah, without having the two characters that you already had go. Oh, the world's pretty fucked, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and obviously then we got Megan 
on the yeah. studio recording Amazing. having those two was something else oh my goodness I mean those two together are incredible and also their work is incredible and just their energy yeah so this is Ollie Higginson and Megan Martin who are a couple in real yes. life so having them in the recording studio mm-hmm. bouncing off of one another mm-hmm. coming so prepared and the energy they brought to the oh, performances was out of this insane. world insane yeah Thank you to them as well, because it's just great. They were great. They were so, so great. Um, yeah, I couldn't ask for more, really. What have you found has been the most positive piece of uh, feedback since it's been released? I mean, I had really good responses from it. Um, loads of family and friends have, have really loved like listening to it. And um, the main thing really was actually that it's quite a political piece, yes. um, which obviously... It's not everyone's cup of tea. But um, I think the way that we've workshopped the script Mm. um, enabled it to be something that was, you know, telling a story about something we think is important, but it's not sort of like in your face. And I think Mother Nature being such a huge voice Mm. and such a huge part of the script, um, sort of we wanted that to be a part of it, you know, that it could be, well, worldwide really. Having studied at Aura, we got to work with the Aura students mm-hmm. and record with those crowd noises. Yeah. Do you remember that night? Do you remember stood in Wandsworth Common with, I think there were, what, 20 of us? Yeah, and I remember it would not stop raining. <laughs> it wouldn't stop raining, which made the sound recording tricky. Yes. And then the amount of people that were passing or looking out from their windows, because uh-huh. we had to take kind of refuge under trees. At one point we were going to record in the middle of the common, weren't we? Yeah. And then it was like, okay, raining under the trees, which is right by a housing mm-hmm. estate. And the amount of people that just came to their windows wondering, why is there cheering and screaming and shouting? What is happening out there with all those, uh, <laughs> I know, with all those teenagers? We I made know. a lot of people scared that night, I think, which is not necessarily something we should admit to, but I have now. I know. I was thinking about this the other day, actually, um, when we released it, is obviously I put out um, a message, you know, everyone, anyone that can come, yeah. like help us do this um, processing. Uh, it was later in the evening after drama school finished, so I was mm. thinking, hmm, I was going to turn up. And then magically, all these wonderful people came and helped us. So that was really, I thought that was quite incredible. It was know? incredible. I remember saying like, okay, if we can get at least 30, we'll be yeah. happy. You've sent it out to a few hundred. We get 10%, we get 30, 15 people. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, it turned out really well because the 15 mm-hmm. that we had were really committed uh-huh. Uh-huh. and got it right. But um, yeah, that was a fun evening. And Ollie, I think Ollie appreciated the gesture, you know, in the studio to be able to you know, listen to that. Yeah, playing the screams back uh, mm-hmm. and the cheering and the shouting and the chanting for Ollie Higginson's character to kind of mm-hmm. react to certainly got that authenticity out. Yeah, definitely. It was fun in the editing process. We, at one point, we took one of his takes mm-hmm. that went on, you know, when he's saying changes, not aggravations, <laughs> changes. Yeah. That went on for 30 more seconds. <gasps> oh, no way. In, in the first edit. And I remember saying to Gareth, like, did he really do it for that long? <laughs> Poor on, guy. On the day, he's like, yeah, yeah, he really got into it. Because we had that much of the crowd from the Aura students yeah. and he was just going. He committed and went all in. It was great. It was it was brilliant. I, don't, I, I genuinely can't remember him going for that long. It didn't seem that long, but I mean, that just shows how, in how moment, engrossed exactly. we were. We yeah. were engrossed in it for sure. Yeah. Uh, so what is your next writing project? What are you working on next? I have a few things that I've been working on. Mm -hmm. I've been doing some poetry, Mm -hmm. um, more in response to artwork and, um, and just channeling through that. But I'm also working on a play, Mm -hmm. um, which is about 
the Romani Traveller community mm-hmm. in the 80s. And it's an all-female play. And I've co-wrote it with my friend Elise. Mm-hmm. And we're really excited about it. We were going to take it to the fringe, but uh-huh. obviously, pandemic! <laughs> so we are hoping to take it to somewhere eventually. But at the moment, we've... You know, done a few drafts of that, mm-hmm. and yeah, we're really excited. What's about What's the it. title of the play? It is called Palm of Violets. So obviously, we spent a long time workshopping the script, and mm-hmm. now it's released. Mm-hmm. We had three great performances throughout. It's been edited, mm-hmm. and we've had the critical response. And everyone that you know has listened to it and given feedback and rated it on iTunes. We've been very happy about this. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you're not happy with? Is there anything you looking back at, at the whole process and going, God, I wish I could have done that again? I wouldn't say. Not happy with, because mm. I, I was definitely really um, pleased with, with the final product. Mm-hmm. One thing I have thought about since the recording is, um, obviously there's Jake, Clem and Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. And I read for Clem. However, originally we were going to get somebody else to read mm. in. And I just thought uh, afterwards it would have been maybe interesting to see how they would have done that as well and like seen if it had any different outcome. I mean, acting has always been the the thing that I've obviously studied and wanted to focus on. Mm-hmm. Writing has sort of come about throughout my life because I'm quite introverted. So it was a way of me expressing myself. You didn't like me saying that about you earlier. I didn't. Oh, I'm using it now. So okay, that bad. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> own it. So it initially come, came from that. However, our definitely encourage us to write and act in an order as well to sort of have your own work because mm-hmm. I think the industry is not easy in itself and being able to you know produce your own things mm-hmm. is a really um, positive thing to be able to do so probably through my training we were encouraged to write more yeah however I got in contact with here first through a radio class oh we haven't even talked about how this initially happened haven't we yeah so simon who was my radio teacher Mm -hmm. said that they that you were looking for scripts so i emailed you and then coincidentally craig also goes to a coffee shop that i used to work at so it was kind of a weird coincidence and the owner of that coffee shop has said to me oh you should talk to nia my employee because she wants to write radio plays right and so when you emailed me i kind of put two and two together and said to the owner i was like is this the person? And it was this weird kismet kind of yeah. serendipitous moment where we met for the first time. We're like, huh, this was kind of supposed to happen. There were several different ways we yeah, were going to meet here. It was so strange, but obviously brilliant. Yeah. Um, because we wouldn't be here today. Exactly. But yeah, I thought that was such a strange moment. Because one, I thought, what are the chances of me actually being like, yeah, okay, I'm going to send this script because at the time, I think I'd only written, like, one thing. Well, at the po- at that time, it was the, I want to say, B&B sitcom. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I actually still need to redraft. Um, but, yeah, I'd sent you that because it's the only thing I had. Yes. And I thought, well, he's not going to, well, it's the only thing I've got, so what else am I going to send? <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, and then here we are. So I thought that was so, so strange. But good, but good strange. It's been a journey, but a, a good one, I think. Yes, and obviously we, the original plan was to do... If We Are Moses for your final grade, for your final piece of for course, Aura. Yeah. Uh-huh. And how did that turn out in the end? Because I know that mm. obviously with the pandemic, that took a little bit of pressure off. Yeah. But what was the final outcome in that respect? Obviously, our entire third year 
um, well, second half of our third year was mm-hmm. really deeply affected by the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew really got to perform my Christmas show to the public. So um, Where you played Tiny Tim. I did. Mm-hmm. And, um, and nailed it, I'm going to say. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I turned up. I went. <laughs> um, but yes, so we were supposed to do it for um, my dissertation. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was going to be an, an um, interactive, immersive piece where I was going to have, you know, it playing whilst also having different rooms and different mm. senses. And I was going to, you know, take the um, audience on a journey with it, which would have been wonderful. But unfortunately, In we were able didn't to do know. that. Yes. So I had to do it all written, which was quite challenging, actually. Um, and obviously, because of everything that happened, we weren't able to, you know, put it all together. Um, so... You know, what actually has been lovely about it, despite the circumstances of that, Mm -hmm. is obviously it coming out a bit later. You kind of, you know, you've taken a a step back from it and you thought, oh, yeah, that's happened and it will Mm. come round. But by having it come out actually during the pandemic... Um, was really nice because it's like, oh, I have some work, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nice uh, for Gareth and myself yeah. to release it and be like, huh, throughout all of this, mm. throughout everything, at least we've managed to mm-hmm. keep going with some sort of normality to what we had before. Yeah, I think by having that uh, pressure taken off, mm. um, yeah, I was I was definitely a lot more. Like, oh, yeah, we, we created this and that's really cool. And and it was really, yeah, it was really, I think it was the perfect timing, actually. I think it was a really good timing for it to be released because mm-hmm. it was a little bit of a morale for us all, despite the, obviously, subject matter being a little bit... Um, a um, bit of a downer on the ending yes, of this one. Yes, but, um, but, yeah, no, a good time as well to be able to, people had more time to listen and to respond to it, so that was great. Sonia, you've mentioned that you're not on social media apart from Twitter. What is the handle on which people can find you? Neopal13. Neopal13. I understand that you also have a new website. I do. It's www.neopal.com. Uh, is that where you'll be putting up samples of your new writing work? Yes. So I regularly put it on my Twitter if you want to take a look. Okay, great. I'm sure people will. Neopal, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. I think uh, thinking back, because I mean, it was back when it was that yeah. we recorded. One of my favourite moments of the whole day was when we needed to get a moment of pure hatred out of Megan's character. That oh, yeah. moment of like anger, rage. And we just said, imagine Ollie's done something wrong. And she <laughs> got it. The next take, she just nailed it, knocked out the box. Like, yeah, that's the sort of experience we've got from working with a couple right Oh, now. yeah.